0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the All New 52 podcast. I am Joe. This is Caleb. We talk about comics here. I usually go into a little tangent, re- or lately I have been at least, but I don't have one. Have this you time. been? I have I been know. lately. I have a little spin that I've been like improving every time, but Ooh. I haven't, I don't have one on top of my head. We're talking about Far Sector
1: this week. Yeah. Um, uh, with our willpower, we are jumping into the new year with a new comic.
0: Okay. There, that's something uh this is yours so you can you can you can give the little rundown the backstory of its existence
1: yeah so i think green lanterns are cool in general um but like with a lot of characters the easiest way to get into them is a new character and so even though i had had a little bit of previous knowledge with the green lanterns when i saw this popping up on store shelves i was like huh that that seems interesting and Kay jemison who wrote this is a well-regarded science fiction author. And so it's, it has that kind of added layer of interest of seeing. This oh, do they person. not
0: normally do comics?
1: No, no. They start as a like books. Oh, yeah. So interesting. another layer of uh, interest, seeing how they transition. Um, and so I picked up the first uh, issue and I liked it. Kept picking it up and then it ended. Completed series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I bought the trade specifically so we could do it on the podcast. Um, week it came out because oh, cool. Yeah, because. While I was reading this, I'm like, this would be, it's great. It's self-contained, really good art. I think this would be a fun conversation to have on the podcast. I'm not sure if Joe will vibe with it completely, um, but he doesn't like anything I bring. So why, why change now?
0: Negativity. It's a brand. I said not a brand I try to keep, but it just, it is me. Natural occurring. (laughs) I am the brand.
1: What uh what green lantern or lantern color would the negative Joe Corby? Orange. Orange. But that's that's greed. Huh? That's greed. Yeah, but it's
0: my most hated color.
1: Oh, okay. It's a UT orange. Yeah. NK Jemison wrote this art by Jamal Campbell. It tells the story of Sojourner Mullen, also known as Joe. Joe, um, who is the newest Green Lantern and has been assigned as part of kind of a trial year to a far sector. Um, The City of the Enduring.
0: It just writes itself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which is a planet made up of three races. One um, plant-based, one more mammal-like, but they have wings and tails and stuff, and then one AI-based. And in the past, these uh, races all had a big old war, and they destroyed their home planet. But then they um, got over themselves and came together to build a new planet, which is this big Coruscant-like planet called the City of the Enduring where um, because of an a genetic kind of chip that they have that suppresses their emotion, they have been able to control and keep peace in this city for several uh, centuries. But they call on Sojourner Mullen, or they ask the Lantern Corps for a lantern because they know something's up.
0: Because there has been a murder.
1: Yeah! that's that's my best uh csi it was perfect (laughs)
0: let me just replace the intro with that.
1: (laughs) yeah so it's kind of this uh cyberpunk-esque world with this human who's new to both everything going on around her and also her powers
0: yeah it's a not so much a fish out of water as it's just a new day at the job first Mm -hmm. day at the new job yeah kind of deal with i think joe's an interesting character
1: Yeah, I like Joe a lot. I think you don't get, you get bits and pieces of her backstory, Mm -hmm. but then you have her origin issue, which is what kind of really sold me on the series when it was coming out. But even before then, you get a lot of nice hints towards her personality.
0: So we can jump into section two of the podcast, the art. It's nice to have consistently good art that isn't, uh, I don't know, like this isn't something I would feel really good art would come from just a, an imprint of a DC book.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think young animal is the kind of place where you can get different, different types of people um, because it's headed up by Gerard Wade, who is kind of very much a person who likes to play in the sandboxes of familiar comic tropes, Mm -hmm. but mix them up. Um, But Jamal Campbell, great job here. Um, Very lush art. Um, I don't remember who the colorist is off the top of my head, but they work great. It might be Jamal Campbell, yeah, but they work great thinking. together. If not um, just to bring these lines to life and stuff, I love the layouts on these pages, really creative way to um, show the movement of the characters and stuff. And also just to break up kind of the monotony. Of Showing the usual. emotion too. Yeah.
0: The colors do a very good job in this. It does the greens. And not just because of the green lantern, the city is just a very bluish green, mm-hmm. uh, gets a little overbearing sometimes. Uh, but that's about my only complaint with it. Yes, yeah. all in all great character designs. Yeah. Everybody's on model the entire time. There's not any really wonky faces that are throwing me out of it. Just good time all around.
1: Otherwise, It's a great lantern book. The stuff that. Jamal is able to do with the ring mm-hmm. is really cool. Like there'll be some times when Joe's flying around and she'll add like this little flavor of like, there'll be a, another superhero flying beside her or something like that. Really cool uses of it. So we can jump into some of our critiques on the positive
0: side of things. I thought Joe was a very good character. She kept me engaged through most of the story. I was on her side, obviously, but, uh, no, it's it's nice having a fun main character to, to ride along with you. You don't know anything about in the first place. Yeah, I'm immediately on board, I'm like, you are engaging and fun to keep this ride going, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed my time with her.
1: Yeah, I I like her personality. I like her the way she approaches these these things with kind of having a base knowledge of how police works, but never having to do anything this serious mm-hmm. before. Um, and I like her origin. It ties in real world things but it does not do it in you know that uh the black issue of spider-man where it's the 9-11 issue dr (laughs) doom standing there and crying about the twin towers yeah i that came from a good place but i feel like that's kind of like one end of the spectrum of how comics can handle a real event this is the other end where it's like Oh no, they, there's actually thematic purpose and they're not overbearing with it. They're mm-hmm. just gonna acknowledge it. You know what's going on here. They don't have to they don't have to try to justify this happening and tie it into this. No, it ties in nicely yeah.
0: on its own together. Yeah. It's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Some writers will try to do that, and, man. It's like the, the the heart's there, but the execution just did not
1: make yeah. its way there. But NK Jimison does spectacular with that. hmm This series. Um i also I really like the supporting cast, um especially they're like the politicians of this world, I think are um interesting, um especially this one, Marth, who you're not really sure if you should trust. He's kind of the that typical what would be a femme fatale type character if him hey <laughs> yeah, him hate how, Um if this was a traditional traditional noir and Um, she has a AI sidekick named can who I like a lot, um, who at first doesn't do too much, but then as the series goes on, they use her as a way of exploring this completely different side of the city. We didn't know, um, that's a fun
0: part. Yeah. That's a real fun part. Uh, yeah. The city has a lot of energy. I'm, I'm not huge on the sporting cast. They're a little too like all over the place. And Mm -hmm. Blending together in terms of like how they act and how they look too, um, but yeah, they, they I I like the uh, the acts of the book like it's very clear. Hmm, we must solve the murder, Dive, uncovering the clues, resolution. It all mm-hmm. it's a nicely nicely paced story. It doesn't ever feel like uh, stuff's happening at the wrong time or origin comes at just the right point when you're like, all right, what's what's her whole deal? Um, and the resolution wraps it up quite nicely too.
1: Yeah, I also like at the beginning, not of every issue, but many issues, especially near the beginning, they'll do a pastiche on some sci-fi thing, so like The Matrix or um, Independence Day or something like that. Yeah, and I didn't it love w- that. Oh, I I thought it was fun because it's it's Joe talking to the reader and being like, here's basically the rundown, and I like having a recap thing in the comic that is not just texts on the front page. Yeah. Um I and it also gives Jamal Campbell excuses to write some or to draw some cool, you know, sci-fi tropes. Yeah. There are also quotes uh in this that I like a lot. Um it obviously ties it more into there are quotes from for the most part um African Americans who have had some sort of social impact, so uh James Baldwin, I think Nia Simone has one. Um But they are also, they tie in really well to what's going on in that specific issue. And it's one of those things where even if I didn't know the quote and didn't know the original context, I could see by the end of the issue why they chose that quote. And several times it made me then look up what that quote was. Mm. So it's like, oh, cool, I'm learning something at the same time.
0: Oh, going back to what you said about uh, Joe's inner narration that she'll have. I usually hate overbearing inner narration, but and there's a lot of it in this, but it actually worked surprisingly. I don't Mm -hmm. know what I don't know what they did different. Maybe it's just because chose a new character, so you're having to learn her at the same time, but it worked. There, it was thrown tropes I don't usually like on my on upside down.
1: Maybe maybe that's also just because as a prose writer, she has more experience with that because that's kind of all you get in the book. Mm -hmm. Um. And she balances that. Maybe it's a little overbearing at points, but I also think she balances it well with um, Campbell's art. I feel like this is a real collaboration between the two of them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and finally, I love the themes. um, uh, The themes of... uh, There's a lot of stuff about uh, protesting in here, social justice, um, and uh, government corruption. I really like, as you get into this, how it never it's never subtle about trying to tie it into real world things, but it never sacrifices how it affects the city of the enduring. It never was like, well, to make it more obvious that we're talking about this, (laughs) we're going to, we're going to kind of do something that doesn't make sense in world. I feel like that's a very good balancing act. And I read this, um, you know, as it was coming out, uh, summer of 2020, um, 2020, And that was a time when there was a lot of social unrest and I was going to a lot of protests and stuff. So it was helpful to me in that time to be able to read something that was reflecting the reality of the moment. And a good way, too. Yes. And also something that was written beforehand. It's kind of the same with Run the Jewels 4 album. I'm like, you guys wrote this before all this stuff happened? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Y'all are tuned in.
0: Okay. So going into uh, what I guess viewers think is my favorite part of the show, the negatives. Uh, it's not because I this is a book I like, but yeah. uh, there, I got a, I got a couple critiques that.
1: So uh, do I yeah. bring
0: it, bring it down. I don't think the emotionless city is done well at all. That is my it's, number one it's, problem. They, with it. they talk so much about this switch off drug they use to really uh, let. Uh, their emotions run free and that like, oh, no one shows emotion around this place. No, everybody's like acting extremely normal and has normal reactions to everything.
1: I think the idea, reading it through a second time, is that they're supposed to be performing emotion but not feeling emotion. It's
0: not conveyed well no. at all.
1: No, and I, I'm really wondering if that's something you can do in this medium. You could maybe do it if you had a really good cast in live action. You have them have
0: mundane reactions to everything. Everybody's like, maybe the political actions are like seem mundane because it's like, well, this is just the norm to the alien race. But when like everybody's one-on-one and Joe, like they're, I feel like they're reacting to her uh, outbursts and stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's that thing where it's really hard. And this is this kind of stuff sci-fi is supposed to do. It's supposed to ask these big questions. I think it's really hard to figure out how you write a whole City without emotion. Mm -hmm. Because in sci fi, there will often be a character without emotion. But to write a whole civilization and how that would change how they see their culture and stuff. One of the things I do like in this is that they're not able to make their own art because of it. And they have to import art from other planets, especially Earth. But that is like, it's kind of, it's like, okay, that's cool. But the rest of this doesn't work. Well, and they give themselves an end to have that
0: like uh, outside look or inside look of the city of like oh this is how this affects everything they have switch off mm-hmm. so if they wanted to and they've used they use it a couple times but you can't really tell there's a difference because people are just acting high they're not acting like they have an excess
1: emotion I think you're just, just have, acting drugged out I think you can tell with Marth
0: yeah um, but he's the one I'm referring to yeah, especially yeah. but uh, there's other characters just have one switch off so they can, they can act and give you more of a Input into how the city runs.
1: There are some characters who I I could be like, this is this is what they would be like on Switch Off and it would be different from what they're like normally. But then there are some characters like Ken has, she's probably on Switch Off the whole thing. Yeah. She's just bubbling with emotion the entire time. Yeah. So yeah, it for such a central part of the story, it really doesn't work. The rest of it works enough for me to forgive it, but man, it is... It is a noticeable problem.
0: I thought I was gonna kind of run that, run like round it out together. They they explain more about it towards the end, but it's no. They're supposed to be emotionless. Mm. It's not that switch off lets them like have like passion or something like that. No, it's supposed to just be emotion. So that was a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> and because it, it, it's it's like a central part of the oh, story yes. too. It's
1: it's central to the mystery. Yeah, to the civilization, to Joe's inner conflict. I also wish that they there was maybe one more issue just to give a nice like buff out the epilogue a, a little nicer bit more. Conclusion. Yeah. And part of that might be because, you know, I want more with this character. And DC keeps teasing me with covers of Green Lantern. But I bought one and she wasn't in it. <laughs> I remember
0: you getting so angry about that.
1: <laughs> She's also in future state. But, you know, two issues. Yeah. Um, so not maybe there. yeah, maybe that's that's part of the reason I want more. But I also think that like there's more cleanup you could do here. I don't think
0: Joe's special ring is conveyed. Maybe this is the lack of my green lantern knowledge and stuff. I know you gotta charge it, but hers is supposed to be special because it just has a longer battery and it self-recharges. It's, yeah,
1: it's self-recharging, so it's not as powerful. But you don't have to go back to your she doesn't have a lantern.
0: Yeah, she I mean, they kind of make a big deal of it. It's like, well, this makes her much more special than everybody else. And it's like, I, I think she hasn't done terribly much or they haven't they haven't shown what this ring can do that really.
1: I think what it does is it sets up the stakes near the end where she's constantly having to check her batteries percentage.
0: It felt like she was doing that throughout the book, though, where it was like she was always getting low. Like it was always like 18% or but something yeah, like that, that. And
1: that's the thing is like, can she solve this problem with this amount of yeah battery? But also like, how's that different than what Hal can do? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, his, like, I feel like I've read and watched a handful of Green Lantern stories where it's just like, I got low time to go get a quick mm-hmm. recharge in. Yeah. But hers is just got to wait for it to self charge yeah, itself. Yeah. And it works in this because they have 12 issues to have a couple down issues. But yeah, it was, they. It they seemed to have made a really big deal out of her ring, and it yeah. never really got to show if it was a big deal or not.
1: The ultimate big bad, and I yeah, you know, there's there's a couple of shady characters. There are a couple of big. There are a couple of bad guys, but the ultimate big bad bad, I do think, is one kind of obvious and two uh, kind of underdeveloped at the same time, mm-hmm. and those tie into each other. Usually, the underdeveloped character. Is also the, the obvious guy. pick, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a downside. I have that with a lot of mysteries, though.
0: There's a lot of uh, soon to be very dated references, and one extremely dated reference that I'm so confused as to why they put it in. Oh, what is it? Uh, Leroy Jenkins.
1: Oh no, that makes sense for Can Has's uh, personality because Can has all the AIs in this. They pay each other in like uh, memes and bits of culture and stuff. But they're on a delay. Yeah. So I, it's a. I think the joke there is I that it's supposed it. to be outdated. I
0: got it, but it was kind of roll eyes situation where I'm like, okay, give this another ten years, and it's gonna even. I have a problem with writing in the moment. Yeah, it's writing to appeal to a certain thing that's going on right now, and like them being at like their names being
1: like at like a Twitter username. That part I think is a little. A little cringe, but and also, do they give themselves their names? Or you don't have to go into this. This would be wasting time. Yeah, but, but can d- they change their names? Like, <laughs> or they,
0: they log onto the website.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a little confused by that. There's a couple like
0: I get it. Comics like kind of stay dated because they are written in a certain amount of time. But
1: it's like when you're reading like classic 60s things and they're all oh, Johnny Carson's on TV or I like some of that stuff like I like in uh 80s new mutants when they sit down and they watch like Night Rider or something well and,
0: and well and there's stuff like that that you can't predict what's gonna be something that's like eternal and timeless and stuff like this it's like I don't think this will be <laughs> yeah Leroy Jinkson's especially isn't now so it's even gonna be more of a what is what are they talking about like when someone goes back to read this and 10 15 years or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think that would be that'd be something interesting to see um how it would age, well. Mm. I I I don't know. I feel like it works but I also think I have more leeway with stuff like that where I think it's kind of fun um even if it will be dated and you're thinking of it like from a higher up perspective, so
0: I just think it sounds dated now as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so give it give it more time. It's going to get even worse. Oh, this is like a minor nitpick. It's not even a nitpick. I don't love Joe's design. I like her out of um her out of office or her civvies design I like a lot more. her costume? Yeah, her costume, man. Like she goes through a lot of hairstyles in this, but her main one's like a pompadour.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Uh,
0: I, don't, I, don't, I don't like love it.
1: I don't know. It works. I mean, I always think the Green Lantern uh costumes are just by default going to be kind of boring. Mm-hmm. They always do something to like make it unique to whoever has it, but I don't think it ever like makes it interesting. Yeah. Um I definitely probably prefer her more when she is in her civvies too just cuz that brings more personality. Yeah. Um or when she's like sometimes she'll project clothes onto her with her ring, which I like a lot. But yeah, I I can kind of especially when it's surrounded by all these pretty unique designs of the different races I can get that that's about all I got for
0: negatives and I feel like I harped on a lot of these negatives again like I do but I like this book overall yeah there's some things just take me out and it's like a shame too. but it didn't ruin the story for me by any means in this
1: there are noticeable problems yeah but ultimately the good stuff prevails Mm
0: -hmm. yeah but really good main character really good art carrying
1: it and just I wouldn't even say good emotional stakes. Just a just a solid ride. Yeah, um, I'd be very interested to see um, these two work together again, or obviously work together separately uh, within the comics medium. And I want to see Joe <laughs> in something. I'd prefer it to be another miniseries. I don't need her to be a character in the Green Lantern book, but you know, I'd like to see her again.
0: They make a good uh, ending of a well six more months. Let's see what we can do. Yeah,
1: it's nice. Maybe, maybe you'll see more. Maybe an annual. You know, yes, yeah. I have something for you. All righty, let's get to it. Okay. So,
0: I feel like we've been on a stint of, uh, really pushing our issue limit <laughs> lately. I guess uh, we we're reaching it more often than not. Yeah. I, I, I not not so much pushing. Um, and you know, on the outside of things, uh. A lot, a lot more crunch time than usual in getting the episodes out on time. So I figured, let's take it back a little bit. Maybe
1: take it back. Now, maybe, y'all. maybe not so many. Uh, maybe not so many issues to read. Well, I'd appreciate that because, as you know, I've been trying to catch up on my stack of comics because ever since Hellfire Gala this summer, I've I've been behind. So I will appreciate this. Um, so, and we're gonna take it back to uh, one of the first comics
0: when I start really getting into comics. We're gonna read. We're gonna read the first issue of the new Fifty Two Suicide Squad run. This is
1: the first time we've done Suicide Squad. It on is. here. very surprising because you're a big fan of them. Oh yeah,
0: they're they're like one of my favorite teams. And for uh, self proclaimed more DC than Marvel fans, I feel like we do a surprising more amount of Marvel than we do DC. I understand we just did a DC book.
1: It goes in waves. Yeah, and uh, the DC wave may continue on for a little bit. Uh, I'll I'll try to break it up. We haven't done an indie thing in a minute, but I'll, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, uh, there's been a couple Suicide Squad runs that I've read. Uh, this is still my favorite. So,
1: this will be interesting. Um, I don't know anything about, um, this creative team. I've, I think I've heard some stuff about this run, you know, yo-yo. Okay. So I have read bits of this. Uh Okay. So I've read bits of this I don't know that much about it outside of one or two. I would say very notable things that happened. in it. Well,
0: there's good and bad. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. It'll, it should be much quicker read than normal for us. Alrighty. Um. So not you, that
1: will matter to them because episodes will episodes will come out on time. Yes.
0: So if you've liked what you've heard and want to join us on the comic book fun. Uh, please email us at all 52 podcast at gmail.com with your suggestions and your critiques or you read them all or read anything. And we would love if you rated the podcast on the podcast platform that
1: you're currently listening to this on Spotify. Now lets you rate uh, podcasts on there. So awesome. Yeah. Another place to rate us. Even if you don't listen to us more there. five stars um, and we'll be back in two weeks. I will also say rating would be a great way to get us uh, recommendations if you just did a five-star review and then oh yeah and typed in. in and hey, recommend," love to see y'all read the King Chronicles that's not a comic book <laughs> I don't know why I said it <laughs> we got a couple
0: uh, things in the works for a couple collaborations and featured episodes so be on the lookout for that Yep, yeah. and we'll be back in two weeks with Suicide Squad see you bye